Good morning and good afternoon and hopefully you're having a fantastic day. Today is November 25th, 2022. I almost said 2021, but it's not 2021. Uh, that last song you just heard was, well, it disappeared from my queue, which is absolutely fantastic. But that song was Aisha by Amanat Ali. And if you speak Urdu, then you're going to be quite happy. This is our first episode covering... Uh, non-latin america essentially we had one episode from with someone from greece but this is the first episode that we have with someone coming in not from latin america essentially my name is julian quintero as always i'm joined by laura faria how are you doing hello today? <laughs> i'm doing fine i am very happy that the snow is melted so i'm in a good mood today yeah she's a hater of all <laughs> things snow related i personally really like it honestly and it's world cup season so i'm enjoying it but time to introduce our <laughs> guest uh coming from the uae and pakistani origin we are joined here by aisha jafar how are you doing today i'm good how are you oh i'm, I'm doing fantastic uh you know I'm, I'm really excited to have you on this show um obviously point here is really to try to build community mm -hmm. uh i know being a foreigner essentially at times is hard so uh before we really get into the nitty-gritty of like just talking and as canadians say shooting the shit um <laughs> i want to ask you you know introduce yourself like your name where you're coming from mm -hmm. like when you come when you come to canada right. your, your life you. your life journey essentially oh, my life journey i'd save that for my therapist <laughs> uh, um so i came to canada in 2019 yeah 2019 okay. that feels like a long time ago now yeah um this is actually my first time being back on the ryerson campus in like three years oh um so that was a fun trip down mm. memory lane like remembering where i had all these classes in first year mm -hmm. yeah. laughing about how excited i used to be <laughs> like, used to be she says as the light has left her eyes by now <laughs> it's gone that's brutal <sighs> So I grew up in UAE most of my childhood, and then I finished high school in Pakistan because my parents had to move back. Okay. 
Um, and then I took a gap year, and around that time, my dad was living in East Africa in Dar es Salaam. So okay. I spent my gap year there, and then I came Ooh. here. That's that's cool. Honestly, like mm-hmm. that's actually really dope. Like for me, I've only like been in the Americas. Like I've been to most countries in South America, and I've had a nice trip throughout the Americas and everything. But like anything elsewhere, still haven't still haven't been able to venture. So for me, anyone that's coming from uh, what's it called? Like any like from Europe, from Africa, from Asia, from anywhere. For me, I find it really interesting. I think it's really dope. So I'm really happy to have you on today's episode. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So yay. <laughs> see, you, usually with this episode, it's this is why I'm really excited for it because mm-hmm. I don't know what to talk about. Now it sounds weird, but the thing is with this podcast, usually like we're ju- I'm just like, hey, let's chat like about common things because usually it's a latino i'm latino as well so mm-hmm. it's like in colombia i do this how is it in like other latin country and it flows a little easier because it's easier to connect i don't really know much about how the culture is in the uae or in pakistan or anything right so i feel like it's it's good to ask just off the bat here like how different is was life there compared to living here in canada oh okay so um in comparison to Dubai, it's not that different except for the weather. Oh. Um, like, you know, that's like a city and it's quite similar to downtown Toronto, but not okay. the rest of Canada for sure. Okay. Or the rest of this, the greater Toronto area. So gotcha. you grew up in Dubai? Yeah. Mm. But then if I compare it to Pakistan, oh, it's really different. Like, yeah? over there, I can't really go out and walk by myself. Like, my parents would not let me leave the house. <laughs> I can imagine. So just being able to, like, walk outside here by myself, that's pretty fun. Oh, I can imagine. I I find it fun as well. I enjoy going on some, I call it my nighttime walks. I'm just like, yeah, and I'll just go out. Now, it's still dangerous, but, like, I'll just like, yeah. Um, how long have you been in Canada for? This is my fourth year here. Fourth year. Yeah. Okay. Do you plan to stay or do you plan to go back? I hope I'm able to stay. Okay. Yeah. Well, for what it's worth, my mom has an immigration company. So if you need help, I got I you, will, girl. I will call you. <laughs> Laura's always plugging the immigration company. I have to. It's really. I she, have to. You can, you can tell Laura's like, oh, I have a gun in my head. The, 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 <laughs> yes. the, immigration, the immigration company is making me promote them. So, I have no choice. So tell me. In your four years here in Canada, mm-hmm. you said that one um, changes the fact that you can walk by yourself everywhere. Um, what did you find was most shocking about like cultural differences with Canadians? Oh, people here are like weirdly nice. Like they just start talking <laughs> to you in the They're elevator. They're fake. They're fake nice. Is what's yeah. up. And like when my first year, people would just be like random people. Oh, how are you? How's it going? Um, I just didn't know how to answer because I'm not used to people asking me that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's fair. It's valid. Yeah. Did you have any shocks when it came to like dating approaches or just like how people do things here? Whoa, we're getting um, right into that. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess I knew what to expect because I grew up watching a lot of like American TV and sitcoms. Mm. So I, I was mentally prepared and like I obviously wanted to run away from my culture. <laughs> so I That's came fair. here. Um, but in terms of dating, um, I haven't had any experiences. That's fair. That's fair. I know. I think it's so funny. You're like, oh, 
uh, you know, I, I think I know what to expect through like American sitcoms, and I'm like, there's no way you just said like I get it too, because like I, with friends of mine in Colombia, they're like, oh, I hope my life, my love life is like Rachel and Ross from yeah, Friends. Yeah, no, Ew. obviously not. And then, and then I and then I come here and I'm just like, brother, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> like if that somehow, like even if because it's convoluted because it's a show and everything, but even like the dynamic of oh she's my friend, and then we like that, that usually never happens. Usually it's just hey hey. You're pretty attractive. Yo, you too, dog. And then somehow dog. something. That's how I talk, dude. That's probably why I don't get anything, Honestly, you know? But, like, that's just I, how it works. I found that the biggest, like, difference that I compared it to Brazil was that, like, labels and stuff is, like, the biggest thing. Because in here, it's like, if I went on three dates with you or if I went on 30 dates with you we're just dating mm -hmm. like we're dating you know as far as people concerned we're whatever boyfriend girlfriend even if it's like even if you haven't gotten to the I love you part for instance right mm. in Brazil your hookups until you get to the I love you if you haven't like had a declaration of love it's like open game <laughs> like you're just a hookups you're not serious you know anything could happen and like that was something that I had a lot of hard time adapting to Canada with because mm. it's like Canadians just thought I was a slut. And I was like, I'm Brazilian. I, I, I don't understand your expectations, people. <laughs> no, for, for me, it was like, coming from Colombia, like, the dating experience is different because courting is different, right? Like, going on dates... What do you dates, mean courting? Like, flirting? Yeah. Or, like, going to the parents? Because yeah. <laughs> that's what happens back home. <laughs> no, yeah. It, it, that's how it is in Colombia. At least with, like... I've been in two relations, like I've been in three relations actually. And the first one was in the U.S. It was like kind of whatever. The second one, uh, I kind of already knew the parents because she was a friend of mine's sister. That was a really interesting experience for me. I'll tell you that. Uh, but then, like my most recent relationship, it lasted almost two years. I feel like that's like the main one to focus on. Um, it might be the most interesting story I've ever had in my life. Mm -hmm. So. You don't know me much, but you've laughed at quite a few things that I say. So really, like, what I do, I kind of just, I tell jokes, like, try to keep things conversational. So I was, the day that I met her, um, we, I, I was at, a, like, a meeting with a bunch of people, a bunch of people that I didn't know. And so I'm just, like, sitting in a circle. I'm, like, telling jokes. Everyone's laughing. And this girl's, like, staring at me, like, like, no, no laughter, not a smile on her face. Just, I'm like, this girl hates me. Oh that my lasted God. two years? And I dated her for two years. <laughs> That's like, crazy. No, because, like, afterwards, I was like, <laughs> out, of, out of being, out of the politeness of my heart, I asked everyone for their social media, her included. So I just had it. And then I don't speak to her for, like, two months. No, like, because I don't. I just don't. And then... Around like New Year's, she posts a photo and she has like hair extensions in that are like a different color to her hair. And I don't know what came over me, but I swiped up and I went, "You look horrible." Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh, Julian! <laughs> I don't know what, why. I just like I was like, Ruthless. "Dog, you look horrible." And she's like, "I don't know. I think it looks like, like that color does not suit you, dog. Like that's you look horrible." Dog again. I, that's how I talk. <laughs> and then she, she just like, laugh. Like she's just like, haha. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm getting blocked. This is the end of this conversation. And she, for some reason, she just kept talking to me. And then we we went out a couple times. That's sad. 
we, that's sad. <laughs> she kept talking to you. I mean, I, I, even wow. I was thinking, like, I wrote that. I'm just like, I'm not even interested in talking to this girl like that. But like, why did I say that? <laughs> like, I hope she sought professional help afterwards. I, she, she had a lot more problems other than me because we dated for two years and like actually like we're still actually friends today. That's and good. so, so like she she likes keeping me around because. Especially with that, I always keep it like 100 with her. She's like, what do you think here? And I'm like, I think you're over fucking reacting. I think you're being ridiculous. And she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, no one's going to tell you it. So I'm going to tell you. You're being stupid. You're being ridiculous. Sometimes you just got to give it straight to people. You need that one person in your life that does that for you. Like, apparently I'm that person for her. So she'll be like in Austria. And she's like, oh, you know, there's like these three German dudes. And I don't know what to do. And I'm just like, fuck them all. Like, I, I don't care if you're this concerned to just try all three out. You know, you get a free trial and then you'll figure it out later. Right, like. Plus, if they all, if they end up having like a problem with anything about her, then she dodged a bullet, and at yeah. least she found out now. Yeah, yeah. you mentioned uh, what's it called that it's different in in Pakistan oh and the UAE. God. So, you know. I, I know people are like, oh, you know, that's racist. Like, no, like, just how, like, you guys have the American sitcoms to think what it's like yeah. in the West. We see clips of whether it's, like, Bollywood shows or just, like, interpretations in the media of, like, what it's like. And obviously, I don't know it. I know Laura doesn't know it. So what is it like? Like, I, as you mentioned, you're obviously not really involved in the dating scene. But, like, based off of, like, let's say your friends or family or anything like mm -hmm. that, what is the dating scene like in Pakistan and the UAE? Okay. Like, do the parents set it up or? Okay, so basically there's the arranged marriage and then there's the love marriage. Ooh. So we have. Love marriage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so after you reach a certain age, your mom just starts giving you shit. Like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Mm. Like, oh, when I was your age, I was married and had two kids. The pain of woman. What? But, yeah. you know, That's weird, bro. But, yeah, they see that to me all the time. And it's so funny because they don't let you talk to boys all your life. Yeah. Right? And then, and then, they then complain suddenly, that you're not married. Yeah, and then suddenly they're like, oh, here's a stranger or maybe your cousin. <laughs> and then... And then they're like, and then my mom's like, okay, Aisha, I, I'm bored and I want something to take care of, so give me five babies. I'm just like, I'm not what? doing that. Girl. <laughs> That's, That's weird. That's so funny. That is horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, had a, I had a roommate uh, back in college, and she was from Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Um, that was definitely one of my most memorable roommates. Um, she had a lot going on. But the biggest uh, uh, thing that I remember was that she, I think she was like, she felt like she was running against time to get married. Yeah. She had like, she was 24. She was going to turn 25. Oh no, she's so old. I know. Yeah. I know. She was 24. She was what going she to turn. What is she ever going to do? And like, for, for reference, for anyone listening, I'm 25, right? So like, like right now, I could never even like consider the idea of having babies and right? stuff like that and uh, she was 24 and she was like well i need to date um chronically until i find a guy that i'm gonna marry because if i don't find a guy that i'm gonna marry before i'm 25 my parents will find the guy that yeah. i'm gonna marry and so during the whole time that we lived together every single week there was a new guy that was wow. like <laughs> coming over and uh, um 
It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. I, I do not know what happened to her if she married a Canadian or a Pakistani dude, but um, mm. very memorable roommate for sure. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty much like that. Like after a certain point, your parents are like, okay, you haven't done anything about it. So now we're going to take care of it. It's like, what is the rush for I procreation? Know, like right? we have so many people in the world. Exactly. <sighs> Eighth, eight billionth person born just a couple weeks ago. Wow! In the world, and I'm like, damn. So, so when it comes to the love marriage mm -hmm. situation, <coughs> what is the process like? Do you bring a person home to your parents, or do they have to even like ask you out to begin with to them? And so, usually, what I've seen in my family, some of my cousins um, were lucky enough to find people, <laughs> um, mm. and they usually like met during school or uni and whatever mm -hmm. they were usually friends and then you know they realize okay we like each other sometimes they date sometimes they tell the parents right away and they like get engaged yeah. and then they get married in a few years uh. so they kind of do it so like people don't say shit because I see. Because they see parents are always like, oh, what are people going to say if they see my kid out with some random dude? Yeah. You know, so, what is the culture going to think? So so would you say that like in your culture um like relationships always end up feeling like a reflection of the family yeah so if you're in a relationship with the wrong person oh, the you're... whole family is not gonna give you a break oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah and divorce is not very much encouraged back home Fair. but i encourage it <laughs> you, you, just, just in any scenario yeah. you encourage divorce I mean, if you're not happy, no, no, no. You know, you see, like for me in that case, I get it. But then I'm just like, because I know people that are like, oh, I started dating this person because I had to, and I'm just like, bro, just like, don't get married. Yeah, like, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you, you can't to. say no to your parents. Sometimes they pull out that guilt card, like I gave you everything you ever wanted. You can't make me happy with this one thing. <laughs> but they don't realize the one thing is for the rest of your life. <laughs> Crazy. It's like it's like Pokemon. Your parents are like, "Mom, use guilt trip," and it's just like <laughs> yeah. absolutely horrifying experience in that aspect. Nah, you know, like, yeah, so be, being a dude is weird though because like my parents are like, "Oh, so." Actually, no. In my family, it's really different, but it's because I've seen in a bunch of other families, they're like, oh, you know, like, son, you're 25. When are you going to find a beautiful 20-something-year-old woman? Like, something like that in Latin culture, because mm -hmm. they also put that pressure on. It's not as serious or strict, but they still put that pressure on. I have not experienced that. And it's. I think it's entirely because I am the youngest out of all my cousins on my mom's side of the family. And, like... Finally, the oldest one is getting married, and he's forty. So like, wow. so like, I'm like, you can't tell me <laughs> yeah. anything. None of my cousins are married. But, like, but that's the thing. Like in Brazil, it's very common for people to be like living with their parents. Oh yeah. Up until, until you get married. Up until you get married, Lana, and Columbia's most like of well. my friends are like already in their thirties, thirty two, thirty three, <laughs> and like they're not like like some of them may have just taken the leap of moving in. With with a partner that they've been together with for like years and years just because like it's so expensive to like get like a place for yourself in brazil that you have to be like absolutely sure that you're gonna like move out and you know mm -hmm. and it's just different because here i noticed that like sometimes canadians will date for a few months and then be like rent would be cheaper let's move in and like 
like that's crazy. Brazilians I mean, will wait true. three years yeah. before they move in. No, but like, person. see, it, it makes sense here because people here aren't living with their parents; they're living downtown. So, it's, it, in terms of rent, I get it. Yeah, but yeah, like, but then you're stuck in a one-year lease with someone. <laughs> exactly. Your relationship's a one-year lease. Like, this has to last at least the year. Yeah, <laughs> and then you exactly. have to renew it for exactly another whole year. <laughs> so. Yeah. It's horrible. Anyway, on that note, we're going to go on to our next song. Just kind of give a little bit of a music break here. Yay! Um, while we figure out what to talk about uh, and stop grilling Aisha on her apparently non-existent <laughs> love life. Um, so without further ado, this this next song is, uh, I'm going to butcher this really badly, Manshiyat by Peach Fuzz and Hassan Rahim. Did I get that? Did I do that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. All right, so without further ado, enjoy it, and you guys at home, we'll be right back with you. Bazaar mein lipatte gaye, marzi apki kalaakar mein tu karte gaye, shirarte hain bas kabhi kabar mein, bar bar Manchiat ki bazaar mein Bar Bar rat Kapika Parame, Barbarame, 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 Let's 
Hello, welcome back everybody. This is Foreigner FM, your one-stop shop for talking absolute nonsense with people that aren't Canadian. Nonsense uh, across borders. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's So as always, as mentioned before, if you're joining us somehow now, uh, we're joined by Aisha Jaffer. Um, she is quite nice. It's been very nice having you here. It's been some really fun conversations. In the previous section, we talked about uh, relationships. Which is really funny to me because in the previous ones, previous podcasts that we've had, they've all been like, so uh, what are the weird commercials from where you're from? <laughs> hey, like, like what's oh, there's this? a few. Oh, my you God. Know? Some like, are coming to mind. Uh, you know, so it's like things like that. So like, I'll gladly talk about it now. But like, it's really funny because in all the other ones, it's always been like, oh, what do you like about Canada? The snow. What don't you like about Canada? <laughs> the snow. Oh, people are weird. <laughs> Uh, like, and it's like really interesting, like in terms of conversations, a lot more chill. And this one's been like a lot more serious. So I want to try to bring it back just a little bit because, uh, quite frankly, I feel bad grilling someone that I met today uh, about their love life. So mentioning <laughs> the commercials, I'm actually really curious. Um, what what are some like interesting commercials that are like really different to how, what we see here in Canada? Um, I just realized growing up there was this commercial for mango juice and they like really sexualized it. They, oh. Hold on, hold on. How did they sexualize? Did they sexualize the fruit, the drinking of the juice? The drinking of the juice uh, and it dripping and all uh, that. So they're like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so why is the girl so pretty? Like, it's about the juice, not the girl, you know? You need yeah. the girl to sell you need the, the hot juice. Girls to sell stuff. You, you're going to put me drinking Asking juice? That's not going to sell. Ever. Have you seen beer commercials? It's always hot women with big boobs every uh, time bro, you, you think beer or anything would sell if it's me and the beer is like dripping down my beard like that's not selling <laughs> like, yeah. that is not gonna sell yeah fair like objectively speaking they're gonna be like yo what the hell is this dude doing he just put a f- video of him last friday night sexy and mango. thought it would be a commercial you know like no it's it would be uh, funny if your uh, sexy mango commercial was like not about juice, it was the actual fruit and it was just somebody trying to suck on the mango. Oh <laughs> you know? It would be so funny for them to try to sexualize that. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous, dog. Like, but sexy co- mango. Co- commercials are really interesting with how they approach it because they're like, you, you'll see the most absurd commercial and it's like two people like on the verge of like having sex, but it's like unspoken and it's super like erotic, you know? And then... In the last five seconds of the ad, the girl whips out a Pepsi, and it's a Pepsi commercial. And you're just like, what the hell did I just watch? (laughs) There was a Spanx commercial uh, that I watched a few years ago. Uh, do you know what Spanx are? Yeah. I have you, no idea what okay, are. Okay, so Spanx are I these, like, shapewear like... <laughs> that women wear. So it's, like, mm. it's almost like a corset that you put under your clothes just to, like, 
look better, I guess. And kind of um, things women do. Yeah, and it's really tight, and it holds your breath like <laughs> the whole time. Um, but you look good in pictures, I guess. Yeah. And uh, um, in the commercial, this couple was like uh, making out, and they really, I guess, wanted to take things to the next level. But the girl had a spanks on, and then she had to figure out how to like get out, get of it. it out. But the problem was that like. Wait, I don't think this was a commercial. I think it was my friend Bria's sketch, actually. Never mind. <laughs> the sketch was that um, she kept taking off the spanks, and it was just like layer after layer of spanks, and the guy was like, when will it end? Yeah, it wasn't a commercial. I mixed it up. <laughs> Never mind. No, that, that is phenomenal. It would be a great commercial, though. It Hilarious. <laughs> spanks should hire Bria. <laughs> no, I, I would disagree, because then it would just be like, for me, I'm, I'm looking at this, and like, the message I'm getting is don't buy Spanx. It makes sex harder. <laughs> you know, like, that's what I'm taking in from that. Fair. Fair uh. enough. But yeah. See, this is the awkward silence where I'm like, oh, I don't know what to say. Okay, music <laughs> break. <laughs> no, no, no. No music break here. I can't um, think of the word I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, all in all, I think it's really interesting because... Um, the, the cultural differences are just really different, you know? Uh, like, I have a cousin of mine, he, he's Colombian, and he, quote-unquote, I'm putting quote-unquote because, like, they kind of got married. They Like, they got married because of the law in the UAE. They live in Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... It's My like, brother just moved there. Yeah? Yeah. So, like I, like, I thought about studying in Abu Dhabi. Like, there was a time where I wanted to apply to NYU Abu Dhabi. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, like I was kind of dead set on it. And then I was like, you know what? Like, that's a, that's a big move. It's going to be a really big cultural reset. Like, nah, maybe maybe not, you know? Because um, I didn't really know what I was going to get myself mm-hmm. into. Because you imagine I show up and it's just this Latin guy. And they're just like, what the hell, man? Like, you can't do that. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just chilling. What's happening? <laughs> like I just don't know. Like um, I don't know if I've told you, but someone actually thought that I was Arab. Like here, I can see that. Yeah, it was so funny <laughs> because I'm just walking on the street, and you know the guy on the corner of Young and Dundas. That's like the the Quran guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he, he just, For those of you listening who don't know that, when we walk downtown in Toronto at Young and Dundas, there's this one guy who's always handing there's, there's out pamphlets. There's a bunch of interesting guys. Mm-hmm. Always handing out pamphlets of the Quran every yeah. time. There, like there's there's a Quran guy. There's the guy right next to him who's yelling that if you're not Christian, you're going to hell. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. That, guy. that one's hard oh. to forget. Yeah, I need to I need to interrupt you before I forget this. That guy that you're talking about, the 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 Christian preacher. Yeah. I was once walking downtown with my friend Adam, and we overheard him going into like the craziest therapy tangent that it was like you need to talk to someone bro like he was just like uh, talking about i guess it was supposed to be one of those motivational speeches about how you turn to god in a situation and it's like and then this happened and then this happened and what do you do you know but the more you started to listen to it i was like you are projecting some serious things bro he was like (laughs) okay because you know sometimes things happen and when i was a kid i was in this this playground and then a kid slapped me but then i slapped him back but then the teacher told me not to slap him but then i slapped the teacher and then the teacher told me to the to go to the 
principal oh. and then I slapped the principal and, and like he was just going off on oh a tangent God. and I was just hearing and all of this was supposed to somehow tie back to like God or some like, I, I didn't Loving stick Jesus. around but I was like this is crazy just slapping people on a spree and somehow that means I don't know no, knowing the Christian church kind of checks out um, <laughs> but but yeah, like downtown, we have like the Quran guy, we have uh, the Christian guy, literally right next to him, which I think is just so funny. And then across the street, there's the Believe guy. You guys know the Believe guy, right? He's the old man. He's standing on the corner, and then he just goes like, "Believe!" like right in your ear. <laughs> yeah. And like it just jump scares the crap out of you. He's like, kind of he's kind of like that guy from that meme where it was like. Uh, uh, the research shows people are afraid of technology and it's just some guy jumping out of the bushes technology and people are like <laughs> essentially that's what he does but yeah back, back to my point i walked by the quran guy yeah. and like this was around ramadan mm-hmm. right and at the time i had my beard not this long but it was still relatively long and i had like long curly hair like to here you know so like i guess i resembled yeah an Arab man <laughs> and the reason why I say that is I'm walking by and the guy goes inshallah brother and I turn around I'm like what the fuck and then he like looks at me like how are you doing today and I'm like I'm good dog <laughs> how are you doing he's like oh I'm, I'm doing good uh, what are your plans tonight for Ramadan and I'm like uh and like for a second my brain turned off in terms of like knowing what you do in certain religions and everything and I had like food at home, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna eat pork because like, oh. I had pork at home. Oh, honey. And the guy looked at me, uh. and then he, like he doesn't get mad at me. Yeah. He just felt embarrassed because he looks at me and he's like, "You're not Muslim," <laughs> and I'm like, "I am not." <laughs> he's just like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And I'm just like, "I'm too." Apparently, that was, that was really insensitive, dude. I'm really sorry. <laughs> the guy's just like, "Oh, it's alright, dude. No worries." And that, that's it. Now I walk by him at Young and Dundas and we like make eye contact every once in a while and it's like kind of weird because he's like, I accidentally thought you were Arab and I'm like, and I accidentally disrespected your culture. Like, <laughs> like I feel bad. <laughs> so, um, you you said you've been here for four years, right? Mm. So you came here straight to going to university? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you didn't have like the high school experience in Canada? No, I have a question. How's the high school experience in Pakistan? Because you said you graduated in Pakistan. How's that like? So um, usually schools there are actually like built on a campus, but my school was really tiny. So they just renovated like a big house. Fair. (laughs) It's kind of a vibe. (laughs) And it was so tiny. There was only like 15 kids in my class. Jesus. So everyone kind of just knew everyone and everyone's business. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like that in my high school, and our, my grade was 100 people. Th- that's which, what middle school was like in Dubai. Yeah. yeah. But it's like like the whole grade. Like, I know people here, like in Canada and everything, and their school's like, oh, yeah, my elementary school, we have like 500 kids in like grade three. And I'm like, what the hell? There's so many people. That is sad. It's ridiculous. They're like jamming like 40 kids into a classroom. And I'm like, no wonder no one's learning anything. Like, there's so many of y'all in one room. You think more women need to wear spanks to prevent more children? (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic, honestly. Low key, though. A collab between spanks and Trojan. (laughs) (laughs) Contraception. I love that. She finally gets it off, and the guy's like, don't forget, and whips out the Trojan, you know? Oh, my God, a collab between spanks and Trojan. That would be so funny. 
Hitler. That would actually be really. It would great. be a fun commercial. <laughs> they should hire. It sounds like it sounds like a media production project, like low key. It sounds like someone's just like, hey, let's make a commercial. What are we gonna make it about? I have an idea. <laughs> I'm gonna you know? text my friend Bria and be like, hey, you should pitch this to Trojan as well. <laughs> that would be sick. Go for it. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. But like, you mentioned like obviously 15 people like in yeah. your year, like that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like everyone just knows each other's business or yeah. <laughs> like how deeply. Like it's like Aisha had talked for lunch yesterday no. it's like in your face about it you know i mean i have lunch in front of them five days of the week oh, sure. so um it was more so like if there was drama with like two people in the class it would spread <gasps> to the entire class and like it would just divide because yeah. it was the alpha male and the alpha female <laughs> oh god <laughs> of course but i i was male. very unaware of these social situations in my class so i would just be like in the corner <laughs> not talking to anyone so Jeez. so did you did you ever find yourself as the victim of gossip or as the perpetrator <laughs> of gossip I had a stalker <laughs> for two years. What? Who was my classmate? Stop. <laughs> you see, going, going back to the point, you call him a stalker. Your parents call him a potential love interest in your <laughs> husband. You know, like that's horrifying. So two years he stalked you in high school. Yeah, just nonstop like harassment. That's crazy. Like stalked you in what way? Like just followed you everywhere, or like he started sitting um, where I would sit. Okay. He became friends with my friends. He actually tried to switch to my classes, oh. but the teachers didn't let him. Okay. He even applied to universities in Canada. Oh. <laughs> Imagine being that obsessed. I mean, good for you. It, it was means, flattering. <laughs> but it means your it was... pheromones are just out there making him crazy, Fair. you know? <laughs> yeah. We're getting really specific with the, the vocabulary It's out just here. not mutual. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that sounds wild, dude. Yeah, that does sound wild. Did people ever, like, have things to say about the stalking? I mean, the entire class knew <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> Some teachers knew. I think like the rest of the class like, damn, that's crazy. I wonder how Aisha will respond. Because he's this guy sending my friends drafts of hate emails he's going to send to me in an hour. Hate? <laughs> hate email? Yeah, and then my friends are like, just don't open your email for a few days or don't read it. Imagine being what? that. Because I blocked insane. him everywhere. So he started emailing me through like the school email. So he, so he got angry that you blocked him and he just started to bash you over yeah. email. What? <laughs> That's so weird. What a loser. What a straight up loser. No, but I'm sitting here, I'm like, damn, dude, you couldn't spread your hatred in a more fun way. Like, Aisha has to tell people this guy would send me hate emails. Like, that sounds so boring. Like, you know what? Can you be so, you know, hopefully really funny if Aisha's like, yo, one time I got three letters via courier pigeon and it was just like pure hatred from this guy. I think that would be really fun to imagine. You know, you have a bird like descending from above you. It drops like three letters Harry Potter style in your hand. And it's just like, dear Aisha, the pain you have caused me is immeasurable. And I hope every day you burn with the solace of understanding the pain that you must have caused me. And um, it's just like, dude, I just don't want you following me around. Like, it's not that hard. I barely know you, yeah. but I will tell you that I am proud of you okay. for not letting this guy get to you. Thank you. That's very, very good that you stood your ground and that you weren't intimidated by him, you know 
being pushy because I know a lot of girls the reaction is to just like give in because like he's insisting so much and it's either a matter of feeling safer or feeling peace you know and I'm very proud of you for standing your ground thank you yeah I would say so as well even though I'm a I'm the problem you know <laughs> I, guess. I don't know I get that a lot. Someone's like, you're the problem. And I'm like, I've not left my house in three weeks. Why are you the problem? Just because I'm a you're, man. You're a man. <laughs> you know? It's like, you're the problem. You probably listen to You would to be Andrew the problem Tate. if you and were just like, one of those so-called alpha males. Yeah. That's so funny. Because everyone's like, you're alpha male. And I'm like, bro, I'm just goofy. You I'm going to be honest with you. Every single guy I've ever met who called himself an alpha male was nothing but a beta. <clears throat> I don't even use those vocabulary because it sounds so stupid. <laughs> like, you're it's a beta true. male. I'm an alpha male. Cool, bro. I'm just going to go watch, like, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Or I'm just going to go chill. It's literally the um, manager uh, uh, logic, you know? If you have to keep screaming at people, I am the manager. You're not. <laughs> you're not in control. Bro. Yeah. No, it's it really funny, though, because someone's like, oh, Julie, like, I, like, my dating life in Canada has been, like, non-existent. And I'm just like, you know what? That's fair. But it's like, I'm, I become friends with a bunch of people. And it's so funny because someone's like, oh, you, you must be pulling, like, crazy. I'm like, I'm not. Um, like, why? And I'm like, because I don't care? But, question is it, mark? but is it because you, like, are not looking to date? Or is it because you don't? put yourself in scenarios where you could meet potentials. See, I feel like it's I, I feel like I feel like I'm when I'm in scenarios where the person's interested in me, I just don't notice it and then I just lose that opportunity. And then the people that I am interested in are just not interested in me, you know? So it's just kind of been like that. It's just not been timing. But regardless, like I'll hang out with people and they're like, Julian, how do you like someone asked like how did you get this girl to hang out with you? Like I'm just like I went, yo dog you like anime and they're like yeah and i'm like i'm watching chainsaw man you want to watch chainsaw man with me and the girl like yo for real i'm like yeah and then we'll hang out and someone's like oh did you try something I'm like nah bro i was too busy watching chainsaw man <laughs> like i'm not i'm not trying to slide on anyone yeah. i just i need to watch chainsaw man with someone so they can see how insane i am i you know like i'm I, like losing my mind with how this show is going i need someone to know i would love to help you create a tinder profile oh, oh my god i would love i, love, I want love love no love i got to do off that. tinder i got off tinder bro because Be you probably weren't doing it right no because it's scary <laughs> It's horrifying. It, it's so funny. There's something called Minder, which is Muslim Tinder. And my cousin's mom was just like swiping through girls for him. And I was just like watching that happen. <laughs> His mom no! was swiping through girls? Yeah. That's crazy. Imagine having to tell your mom like what you like in girls. So it's like, mom, I really like the girls when they have like really nice eyebrows. And your mom's like going through it. <laughs> That's crazy. That is That's so crazy. funny. I think that... Bro, I like, if I ever let my mom touch a dating app with me on it, I think I'd never let myself live again. I can't really, like, talk about this stuff with my mom either. It's like talking to a wall if I, like, bring up this stuff. If I was like, hey, mom, I'm, I'm going to go on a date with someone, she's just literally going to keep texting and just, like, have no idea that I said that. And it's like... I think I dated my ex for like six months before I introduced him to my mom. And normally when my friends, my Canadian friends are telling me, oh, I'm introducing, you know, this person to my parents. It's a big deal. It's we're going to have dinner. I'm going to wear something nice. This yeah. person's going to bring my parents. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No. When I introduced my boyfriend to my mom six months in, I brought him to Niagara and um, she made it 
such a little deal out of it that she didn't even have dinner with us. She opened the house for us. She was like, okay, dinner's in the fridge. Have yourself uh, some dinner and I'm going to sleep now. I'm like, what do you mean you're going to sleep? She went, she literally made us come to Niagara to sleep over and eat the food from her fridge. And that was her introduction. Your mom is just sitting there like, I just don't have sex too loud, okay? I'm trying like, to she's, she, she literally to couldn't care less. It's crazy. She's just like, I, I have stuff to do in the morning, you know, like... I was like, why did I come here? Why couldn't we just do, like, a Zoom meet? Like, yeah. <laughs> Probably would have talked more. Yeah, literally. Low-key. I, I think that's the problem. She just didn't want to talk. Dog. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't. So she was like, it's enough. You, you're around her. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> anyway, I hate to be a buzzkill, because this is really fun. Uh, but it is almost 1 o'clock. Boo! And we need to put a song to close obviously and everything but thank you very much Aisha for coming on uh, our plan is obviously to do this for quite a bit so mm -hmm. might message you again have Sounds you good. on here uh, probably get, hopefully get to know you more and then from there just be able to actually talk different topics than yeah. what's it like dating in the Middle East yeah. like that's and you should come uh, back on the show next semester. I would love that. Awesome. That would be so we'll, fun. We'll definitely stay in touch, and I'm definitely really excited for it because I I really like this. So Awesome. I sound so awkward right now. <laughs> on a serious note, like I would really do enjoy Foreigner FM. You get to meet people from different parts of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, next week's our final episode of, well, the show for this semester so for anyone listening and specifically if we have one of the spirit live people listening yes this i'm actually talking to you i'm breaking the fourth wall for you wow. <laughs> um if you or anyone you know is an immigrant came to the country and wants to talk about their experiences mm -hmm. or just kind of like have some fun with it uh reach out to us uh i am julian quintero verano on instagram and laura is uh laura faritos on instagram as well Feel free to reach out. We'll try to have a social media up for this sooner. Yeah, rather hopefully than later. next semester we could have an inbox where you could like submit any anything you wanted to talk about, and we could just read it here. I think that would be really fun. Mm -hmm. But without further ado, everyone, thank you, thank you very much for listening to Foreigner FM. I've been Julian Quintero, as always, joined by Laura Faria. Um, thank you so much, Aisha Jafar, for joining us today.